If you are a UK estate or letting agent and you want to know what's happening in the UK property market, then listen up in the next half hour where I'll tell you exactly what's happening in the UK and regional property markets. My name is Chris Watkin. This week, unfortunately, I'm on my own due to personal reasons. Lee couldn't make this particular episode. So you've just got me today. Um, and uh, but he uh, sends his regards um, and wishes you all well. The format of today is we're going to go through the national stats, look at some regional stats and where the market is going. So let's less of me and let's dive straight in and have a look at what is exactly happening in the property market. OK, so um, this week we've got we've seen we'll just get rid of this. Hold on. You know, all the great. Power, there we go. So we're starting off with new instructions and um, this week um, we're looking at week three of the of the of the market in this week this week three and then comparing it with the other third weeks going back to 2016. And as you can quite clearly see here the listings for the third week is 32,521. When you consider that the average of um in in terms of the last few weeks last week 25,000 and the week before 16,000. You would expect that um, in terms of the, the first couple of weeks. Let's just grab a quick look at 2019, where in week one, it was 14,000, week two, 28,000, and week three, 33,000. Okay, so if you actually look at the, the third week in, in, the, in January, 32,000 is pretty average compared to the other years. So as listings go in third month, I think that's not bad at all. Moving on, looking at the national new instructions. Now, uh, what we're doing here is we are taking what's happened this week, which is obviously £32,000, and compared it to a running four-week average. Now, for the month of January, we're going to have a bit of a hangover when it comes to our Christmas figures. So this is probably not as relevant as it will be as we go forward into the later months of the year. But I think it's just an important thing to have a look at whilst we're here. Moving forward, we now have the average listing price. Now, this is something if you recall last week when Lee and I talked about this, that we were a little bit concerned about the gap between the average listing price and the average asking price of the stuff that's actually selling. Last week, it was £420,000, which was the average asking price. And of the properties that are coming on the market, this week it's down to 399 which means that some people say, is it overvaluing? There's, let's be honest, there's always been overvaluing in a state agency since Adam was a boy and Eve was a girl. Um, I just think there are a lot more higher price properties coming onto the market versus what's actually selling. And we're going to come on to that in a second. But those are particularly high prices. I think a lot of it, as I said, is to do with what's actually coming on the market in terms of higher price properties. And I'm going to show you something a little bit later, which, which backs that up. In terms of, let's move it on to the next graphic, price changes. Now, price changes at the moment are presently on 16,326. If you actually look, how that is comparing to other years in 22 it was just over just under nine eight thousand in 21 it was 12, 13 thousand 20 14 thousand and um, so it shows that people are working their stock which is absolutely fantastic 
you know, I know you've got to have it on the market to sell it. And I, and I know there are some estate agents out there who are paid to list and paid to reduce. I'm not personally a fan of that model. I think it is personally, and if anyone disagrees with me, please say so. But um, I think you should be paid on the actual results when the when the punter, the vendor gets their 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 moolah, not when you reduce it. But everyone eat horse, everyone horses for courses. If your firm pays on listings, that's your choice. Um, but in terms of price changes, as I said, we are at 16,000. Last week, we we're at 16,000 and the week before 13,000. OK, if we then compare that to the running four week average again, you guys are doing really well with your price reductions. Interestingly, there are some uh, uh, some regions that are not doing so well. And we're going to come on and talk about those uh, in a in a minute, I think you hopefully will like that. Okay, good stuff. So um, moving swiftly on, the average asking price of property of the changes. Again, you, you've been look your average price that you've been reducing in terms of the average asking price of the houses that you've been uh, reducing three nine four. Last week it was three nine eight. The week before it was three eight nine. These are the what what week three is compared to week three of the other years, and again, um, again, not much to come from this, but I think it's just good good to see. Let's move on. The number of properties sold subject to contract last week, and again, what we're doing here is we go Monday to Sunday, um, and then this comes out a few days later. You guys sold in the UK twenty one thousand four hundred and six properties okay uh, uh, compared to last week which was 16,000 and the week before 973 now um we're going to come on and talk about net sales it's all very good for you have to pour them in at the front but it's the net sales coming out the back after fall throughs which are important uh, but I think I would expect you know that those are pretty good for, I think the growth you know again let's look at it again uh 21,000 um, last week, eight, 16,000, the week before, nine, seven. I would expect that. And again, uh, compared to other years, as you can see on the screen here, these are pretty average. Again, more and more what we're seeing with these stats is, is that 20, again, if you are comparing yourself to 21 and 22, I think 21 and 22, and I think we can all admit this, were exceptional years. They were black swan events. And I don't think you should be comparing yourself to those years, you should be comparing yourself to the 16, 17, 18s and 19s. And if you look at the, th the thread throughout this, this these graphs, 2023 is starting like 17, 18 and 19. OK, and, and I think go and get your stats from those years and compare yourself against those not 21 or 22, because you will just beat yourself up and you'll be on a downer and you'll drag your staff and your colleagues down. Not a good look at all. Rolling four week average. Again, we still got the hangover from Christmas. I'll put this in. This is going to be more relevant in the weeks to come. But again, 21,000 over 12,000. But again, I would expect that because of Christmas. Now, this is this is this is the bit that's that's a little bit um worrying me. Okay. You see. The average asking price of the properties that you are selling at the moment is £342,500. Let's go back 
and look at the average asking price of what's coming on the market, 399. Okay, that is quite a difference. I would expect a difference of somewhere in the order of five to 10%, but not, 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 not the sort of level that we're talking here. You know, three, four, two, there's 60,000 pounds difference there. This is six, 17, 18% stuff. And I think what we've got, and again, I think what I'm going to do now is I'm going to bring in a different graph just to show you this. Okay. So I'll just pull this up now. Okay. This particular graph I think is fascinating. So what we've got here on this particular graph is all of the listings that came on the market in November and December in 2022, and then allotted into different price bands. And then the orange are what's actually been selling in the UK in January 23, up until uh, a day ago, and then allotted by price range. And as you can quite clearly see, in the price range up to £150,000, 16.1% of the houses coming on the market in November and December were sub-150, but 18.9% of them sold in that price range. And as you can see very clearly in the 150 up to 200, 250 to 300, the gaps, there is an imbalance of around 19% between, in terms of proportionality, between what's on the market and what's actually selling. So if you look at your 400s and your 500s and your 600s, you've got, you're putting more houses on the market in a state agency than what you are selling. You guys have to look at what you're listing and, and almost on a regular basis, um, see what's taking longer to sell, because the last thing you need is if you, everyone's putting on four bedroom detached houses at £750,000, and I know there are some parts in the UK where you could buy a street for that, and there are some places where you can buy a flat, but the fundamental truth is this, that these stats show that the lower end of the market is selling more than the upper end. I think it's important at this point that we tell you where do all these stats come from and these stats come from 20ea okay now 20ea have a piece of software called insight and they give me access to it just so i can have a play with it and then i do my findings and share them with you they do not pay me a penny to do these stats at all but the deal is, is that I get to play with them and then share them with you guys. You can get these sort of stats. OK, I've made some nice graphs on, on Excel in this, but you can get these this sort of information from 2020 EA. Um, what it costs, I don't know, because I'm not on a deal. I'm not on a kickback or anything like that. But if you speak to the guys at 20 EA, Paul Jameson is fantastic. Katie is also wonderful. And, and give them a chat. Find them on uh, uh, LinkedIn and, and give them a chat. As I said, don't mention my name because I'm not getting any kickbacks, but I just love the product. I'm a bit of a fanboy. I know Lee Wainwright. I know he can't be on the show. He loves it as well. Um, and yeah, just check him out. Other ones are available. And again, if you have some prop stats, property stats software that you want us to have on the show, then give me a call. All stats software is gratefully received. Right, let's go back to uh the the um the graphs okay here we go let's just get rid of this all good fun right moving swiftly on okay number of sales 
falling through. And the number of cells falling through this week, 5,239. Again, again, this is what a lot of people forgot this. Sales were falling through at greater numbers in the good times. The thing is, though, they were coming back in the market and selling straight away. But the numbers were higher, um, especially 21. This fall through rate was the one of, for the year was one of the highest. In weird, isn't it? You would think 21 would be the best years. No, fall through rates in 21 were the highest there was in terms of percentages. But you put them back on the market and sold them almost straight away. So we've got 5,239 fall throughs uh, compared to a long term, uh, um, as I said, around that four to four, 5,000 average in week three. Um, it's just again, we've got the running four week total, which again, we've still got the hangover of Christmas, but uh, fall throughs at five two compared to four two, four thousand two hundred and forty seven um, in the running four week average. Um, but again, as I said, that's Christmas and no one was falling through between Christmas and New Year because you're all off drinking your baby shams and lemonades. Now we're going to get now we're now we're getting somewhere net sales. OK. So the net sales is your gross sales for the week, less your fall throughs for the week. OK, are there better measures? Yes, there are. But I'm only so good at Microsoft Excel spreadsheets and it takes long enough to do these stats to, to be messing about with stuff like that. So it's just quite raw. It's quite it's raw, but it, it, it it's better than nothing. And the net sales this week, 16,167. Again, ignoring 20 and 21, which were superior years. We are in the same sort of ballpark, although in 17, 18 and 19, net sales were higher. Uh, sorry, gross sales, sorry, net sales, mix them up there, were higher. Um, I think you've got to admit that's not bad. You know, well done. Last week it was 10,000. Um, what is particularly interesting is, is that different regions are showing better or worse on their net sales compared, you know, this is not everyone's, you know, some areas are doing really well on their net sales and some areas are doing absolutely atrociously. Okay. We will be coming on to that in a second. We look at net sales compared to the running four week average. Again, we would suspect that not, not to be spot, you know, in terms of ideal because of the Christmas hangover, but I think it's just good to show. Right. Here we go. Moving on gross sales. So, the long-term average for the UK is 76. So your gross sales as a percentage of your listings has been 76%. Now that's for the whole eight, uh, seven or eight years, eight years, yeah, seven years since 2016, 76%, okay? We are presently running this week at 65. Last week we were at 63 and last week we were at 57, okay? Compared to other years, we can quite clearly see that obviously 21 and 22 were damn good years and we're going back to 16. That's, that's that again, not bad early days, early days. But again, I think in terms of judging yourself at the end of the month, uh, it's very good to look at numbers, but I think it's the ratios that are important. And the first, first one is, is particularly important. Growth sales as a percentage of listings. Um, let's now move on and talk at actual fall throughs. So fall throughs this week, 5,239 fall throughs. Okay. Now, um, well, we've already done that. <laughs> yeah, so 
I'm losing my losing my mind here. Let's do percentages. We're, we're on the percentages, Watkin. Yeah, right. Okay. So percentage of sales that fell through. Okay. This week, 24.47 compared to pretty much average. So again, we're on on, on sort of um ball, you know, decent stuff. Um Let's just have a quick look at how that compares. Last week, we were at 33%, and the week before, we are at 51 So Lee Wainwright said he had expect this to come down. Now, as I said, the average is 24. Now, this is, this is, this is interesting. In the Southeast, 29% of sales um, are fall-throughs, and out of London, 27. In Yorkshire, 18, Scotland 12, and Northeast, well done, these are the good ones, these you get your good reports, Northeast 21%. Now, let's just have a, just a quick look going back to gross sales as percentages, okay? So we said that the average was 65.82. Those who are in the doghouse this week, in a London, 47%. So you're your 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 gross sales of 47% of your listings. It's hard working in a London at the moment. Outer London, 52%, and the Southeast, 62. Those who are on the though that they're on the naughty step. On the good list, we've got the Northeast at 72%, Yorkshire at 71%, and Wales Golden Balls. Big love to the, to our Welsh cousins, 81%. Big well done there to you guys in Wales. Okay, so let's come back to the sales that fell through. Again, this is the, the Scotland figure. Sorry, this is the rolling four-week average, which again is not, we've got to take it with a pinch of salt. Let's now come on and talk about percentage changes as percentage of your listings. And we're presently at 50.2. Now, the long-term average in the UK for the whole last seven years is 42.8%, okay? So therefore, if that number goes above that, that means that you're working your stock in terms of your, and compared to the new listings that are coming on. So the bigger the number, the more you're working your stock, you're doing a cracking job. So uh, last week we were, so this week we're at 50.2, last week we're at 63 and last week we're at 81. But remember, listings were lower because listings were, uh, 25,000 last week and and the week before 16 compared to this week's 32. Actual hard numbers of price reductions, you're hovering around the 16,000, which is great news. Okay, great, great, great news. Let's look at, again, let's go and see who's been the good and, good and bad boys are this month, uh, this week. At the north, in the northeast, you're only, um, your price changes are 38% of, 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 as a percentage of listings. Scotland, 38 and Yorkshire, 39. Obviously, you guys are doing really well, but you're not working your stock. Probably you don't need to because uh, your gross sales are high. Um, you probably haven't got time to do the price reductions because you're selling so many of them. But bear that in mind. The good boys and girls, Wales at 58% and the Southeast, 60, 61%. You're doing really, really well there. So have a just quick look at you boys and girls in London because obviously we all know that the world doesn't doesn't exist outside the London and um, in a London you're at fifty four percent so you're doing well on that one and again I'm being a bit cheeky but I hope you boys and girls don't mind in London and then out of London 
53%. Okay, that's good. Now let's move on and talk about, um, oh, I don't know where that graphic's gone. Oh, well, there you go. Um, net sales as percentage of listings. Okay, so this week, um, um, you're the, I'll bring it up. The net sales were 49.71% as a percentage of listings. The long-term average is 58%. I don't know where the graph's gone and we're recording this and I can't drop it in, but um, I will put it in. And again, boys and girls, any of these graphs, I will put them in the link on the YouTube description where you can download them. I please ask that they are not to be used on social media, but for your own personal consumption to be used in the office um going forward but not to be published on social media okay but in terms of um in terms of who are the good boys and girls in this so the long-term average on this is 58 percent and this week we're at 49 which means our net sales as percentage of listings is not brilliant okay i mean again just comparing it let's just go have a quick look um I said this month is 49 but in uh, in 22 it was 86 percent in 21 it was 78 um and in uh 2020 it was 56 and then as i said the 16 to 19 figure was 52 so actually if you remove the crazy years of the last few years 52 percent is more of a natural figure um and at 49 okay you know, well, you know, but remember, the more, the more net, you know, the net sales is what your part is your net pipeline gain. Okay, so let's just have a quick look at who was who's on the naughty step and who's doing absolutely awesome this week. Naughty step is inner London at thirty five, um, outer London thirty eight percent, southeast forty three, southwest forty six. The people on the good step, Scotland at ninety. I would expect Scotland. Remember their legal systems are a little bit different, so the numbers are going to be a little bit richer. You've got Northeast at 56, Yorkshire and Humberside at 58, and Wales at 64. So well done to the Welsh on that one. Um, good stuff. Um, I think mostly, you know, the have a look at your average prices of what you're putting the houses on the market for. Um, look at that difference between what you're listing at and what's actually selling. Okay. Um, more instructions are a positive thing in the marketplace. Uh, and it shows that the public want to move. You've just got to make sure that you put them on the right price. If you're up against overvaluing and you're constantly being uh, being done against overvaluing, then bit of tough love here, boys and girls. It's your fault why you're not proving to the vendor why overvaluing will hurt them. Tell stories. Tell stories of how someone basically was led in. Again, there's estate agents out there that are on 26-week contracts, okay? It, you know, just you know, do package it in a way that people can can realise that they're potentially getting into uh, sticky wickets if they, if you know, because we all know what the score is on that. Okay, um, and on the buying side, I think my gut reaction tells me that you know, the the mortgage availability, the fact you can get a five year fixed at less that um, at some pretty fantastic rates uh, at the moment. Um, it could be a surprisingly good year for estate agents. So that's the end of the national picture with a little bit of region. If you recall last week, I actually said that I would, if people contacted me, I would look at a particular town 
and, and just see what's happening in the market. And this week, we've been contacted by an estate agent in Lancaster. So I'm going to share my screen and I'm going to show you my findings on Lancaster. So the purposes of, uh, this is the 20EA Insight platform. And we're looking at the postcodes LA1 and LA2. The uh, Insight platform will always go back two years. So whatever year you're in, plus two years. So we are looking between the 1st um, of January 21 and 2023. And 2,748 properties have come onto the market in Lancaster at that time. If you wanted to move that one forward, you just change the slider bar there. And this, and then again, this is the number of properties that have sold to it a contract. Now, I think what we'll do first is let's go and look at the listings. First, clicked on the wrong one, wrong one there, Watkin. Do apologize. So the this is the number of properties that come on the market. 3,323 at an average price of 329. Move the slider backwards and forwards, and it tells you uh, what the average price is and how many houses have come onto the market. Also, as you can see here, you can see what's happening to your market share. So let's just move this, this slider back. And what we're going to do is we're going to go through the estate agents and see what's been happening to their market share. So we'll do the top five and we'll start with Entwistle Green. And as you can see, they've been bouncing from around 10 to 5, bouncing along to, at uh, 2022. 20, and it looks like they're having a decent month this month. Well done, Entwistle Green. Um, and you put on 215, property, 215 properties um, in the LA1 and LA2 postcodes with a market share of 6.47. Let's go to Mighty House. Well, again, that's all over. That, that is bouncing up and down. Um, and again, I, you know, it's good to see when you do have market share that it's steady. So that's quite a wide variance. Um, if you actually look, you can see here, I don't know if you can see it particularly well, but you can see the sort of uh, market share of what with regard to price. Let's go and look at Farrell Hayworth. And again, up and down, quite spiky. They tend to be particularly strong in the 150 range. And again, with three with 9.9% of the market, although in the last few months, as you can see, their market share has been dropping slightly compared to 22. We've got a firm called House Club. Well, they had an absolutely cracking, what month was this one here? Okay, that was December 21, and they had 19% market share, um, which was a cracking month, but their average was around the 12 mark, and they're coming in at 10.3. We've then got JD Gallagher with a market share of 16.3%. And again, just have a quick look at this graph here. You can get an idea of what people put on the market. So you can see this. So the average price that Gallagher's have put on at 225, obviously House Club 229, 214 for Farrell, Mighty House 209. But again, we're going back two years here. Um, we can move this one forward if you wanted a little bit more. So I think some interesting stuff there. Um, let's just um, just switch that off. Nice to see here the number of properties coming on the market. So in January, and again, we haven't finished January yet. In January 21, 109 properties came on the market. Um, in 22, 91, and so far we're at 80. We still have a few days left. But if we actually have a look, we can actually see that uh, the, so the, dark, the, the lighter green um, uh, or the, I can't remember, is it teal? I think that's what the missus called it, teal, I don't know. Um, remember, I'm a man, I only do 16 colours, peaches are fruit. 
Um, but you can see that the number of properties come on the market last year, which is 2022, were a lot more than, uh, than 2021. We'll, we'll see later on in the month what 23 is going to do for stock. So that's, um, that's the first screen. We can now move on and show you what's happened to sort of the contracts. OK, so again, uh, J.D. Gallagher's at 18.7. Uh, so let's just have a quick flick through. So J.D. Gallagher's have a market share of 16.3 and House Club 10.35 for listings. But Gallagher's have a market share of 18.6 here on their list on their sales and House Club at 11.7. Um, we're going to show you something a little bit awesome uh, about this um, in a bit, uh, which will actually put all this into a lot more perspective. Um, this shows us the, stock, the, the, the general stock levels uh, throughout each month, which I think is quite nice to see. Moving swiftly on, this is an amazing, amazing bit uh, stat, which you can use really powerfully with regards to your competition. You have to be very careful the way you market it, and if you were to take this on board, you must speak with the guys and girls at 20EA because there are certain rules and regulations of the ASA, the Advertising Standards Agency. But it, this is the magic thing, OK? What is it that you bloody estate agents want? It's all about market share. No, it's the what you bloody well sell. So, yeah, OK, then. So there's your new instructions for the year. There's your market share. But this is the magic thing, OK? When a property comes off the books, it's either one of two reasons. It's exchanged or it comes off the books. Okay. We're not talking about fall throughs here because most fall throughs will then go back on to the market and go through the system. Okay. So these, so these, these only become withdrawn if they leave your agency, not to sell full through. Look at this. For every hundred properties that JD Gallagher's put on the market, they will exchange on 88.98% of them. So you could, if if you were J.D. Gallagher's, you could say, Mrs. Miggins, if you put your house on the market with me, you have an 89% chance that I will get you exchanged and moved. Against Farrell Hayworth, using the stats, you have a 63.27% chance of getting moved. Okay? which means for every 100 houses that Farrell Hayworth put on the market, 63.27 will exchange contracts and get moved. Very powerful stuff. If it's marketed well, could you put this in the marketing? You've got to be really, really careful. But you could bring this out on, on, on a valuation and, and prove this. Obviously, you've got to have the figures to back it up. Then we've got House Club at 82, Mighty House at 83. Lancastrian Estates, 84. Entwistle Green, 68. Isn't it interesting that the two corporate estate agents in the town, Farrell Hayworth and Entwistle Green? That's nothing personal. I'm a huge, these are great firms, but these are the stats for Lancaster. That doesn't mean that these are the same stats for anywhere else, but these are the stats that have been produced by 20EA and are available for you to use and you can have them as i said not being paid to do this you think i bloody well should be but i'm not and i won't you know i don't accept it i just love this i love these stats and i want to share them with you to help you boys and girls in the estate agency be better at estate agents quite nice this is a nice little bit of kit here it shows you what um 
online estate agents have in the town 4.7 compared to the national average of 6.83 this little graph here just shows you this year versus last year so we press play i'll do it a few times and you can quite clearly see that that was last year so gallagher's have 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 their mark they have grown by 34 percent which says here farrell hayworth have also grown by 36 percent because you can see their gray the gray going out that way um, and you've got the number of instructions on the on the bottom line and then the average price going up. And you can just see the general direction of what competitor your competitors are doing. OK, and as you can quite clearly see Farrell Hayworth have grown market share. So Gallagher's, My House and House Club of Rain are roughly the same. And we've had a few losers, which is Fisher Hooper and Ent Whistle Green. OK, let's move on. This is Letter Greed. OK, so. What we've got here is um, what what they've put on the market. Now, I know for a fact that Mighty House are huge student lets. So they, are, in terms of their new instructions, are much higher. Although, interestingly, they didn't show it as let agreed. They, so they probably took it off. That's their choice. But it is going to mess your figures up. So probably something to think about if you are at Mighty House. And stats and pie charts are your thing. Um, not much more we can move on well let's move on to this one uh on to the next one this this is wonderful right okay here we go so could be really careful with this but fundamentally what happens is well this is what 20 ea do they will look at every single house that you put on the market and they will have they're going to shoot me on this one but they will have a valpal figure it's their own uh, the other other automated valuation models are available but they will have they will look at every property that you've put on the market and associate it with uh, their average value their their valpal figure okay and then what they will then do is then find out what you actually sold it for from the land registry and compare the two and they will do that for you and they will do that for your com competition okay now, obviously, some agents sell at higher ranges, some agents sell at lower ranges. So they then they work out the percentage difference you make and then apply it as if it's a playing level playing field. So we're assuming that every single person who puts an agent, an agent in LA1 and LA2, they've just made it, they've said, right, if an agent was selling a £250,000 house, what would they actually sell it for? And this is the magic this little this 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 thing of beauty is this column here so therefore jd gallagher's would sell that property for 255 farrell hayworth would sell it for 250 house club would sell it for 254 mighty house would sell it for 252 and lancaster estates would sell it for 255 and a few pennies what that means is, and again, you've got to be very, 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 very uber careful. You've got to be the ASA, this Advertising Standards Agency, have come down hard on people that have used this in their publications. But you can take your, your iPad out and show it to them. And if I'm being brutally honest with you, I think they could present this a little bit better. But the simple fact is this. If J.D. Gallagher's were going up against Farrell Hayworth, then Michelle could quite clearly, because it is Michelle, everyone knows Michelle, she won the Best Estate Agents Award last year and the year before with the um, Property Academy Best Estate Agent guy. She can actually say, I will get you 4,000, is it 700, somewhere around there, 4,800 pounds more for your house if you go with them on the market with me compared to Farrell Hayworth. 
Oh, and if we look remember back, go back to the other screen. Where is it? Do you know, I was having so much fun. Where is it? Hold on. You have an 89% chance of moving whilst with the others you have 63. Okay. I'm not calling the competition. These are the facts. These are the facts and figures that you as estate agents need to be using the power of data to prove your story. Okay. I cannot stress the importance of this okay you there's only two ways that you can get inside a human's brain logic and emotion and the key to this is to use emotion first and then back it up with logic so don't whip these graphs out willy-nilly st straight away when you're up against a competitor and they're overvaluing you can say you have to first thing you have to do is uh, is to partially agree and empathize with the person so you would say mrs miggins um i fully appreciate that another estate agent has told you three hundred fifty thousand pound for your house whilst i've said three hundred and twenty five thousand pounds i want to talk to you about a story of, of, a, of a of a homeowner a, a, a lady called uh mrs mrs jones um and this is one of many stories I could regale you with, and I'll keep going, you know, but I'll, I'll, let me show you this one. And Mrs. Jones was moving to her daughter in Droitwich. And she had a, a very bog standard, you probably wouldn't use bog standard, but a three bedroom semi that was on the market. And there was loads on the market. They were all on market for, for £300,000. And another estate agent came in and said three two five. And I showed her the stats. I showed her what was the pounds per square foot. I was showing her what's on the market, what's sold at the contract. But she was blinded. She she was attracted by the extra thirty, the extra twenty five thousand pounds. Now she was moved to Droitwich to be next to her daughter, and her daughter they, they, there was a bungalow at the bottom of the street where her daughter lived, and it was ideal. And if she'd put it on at three hundred thousand pounds, then everything was selling at that time really quickly. And um, she'd have sold it in a couple of weeks and and bought the bungalow. But unfortunately, she put it on at 325 uh, because the agent persuaded her that he could get it when obviously the evidence wasn't there. And what actually happened was is that bungalow sold. It was on the market for six or seven weeks, which she should put on realistic. But the other agent wasn't actually didn't get her their price down um, and for another 10 weeks. And when they did, they, they had to reduce it down to 310 and then another few weeks down to 300. And because it had been on the market so long, because let's be honest, when we see a house that's been on the market forever, we think there's something wrong with it. Eventually, she had to sell it, put it on for 285 and um, I got 275. The unfortunate thing is, though, is that the one, the bung there was no bungalows that she had to buy and she had to move near her daughter. So she ended up having to be at the other side of town which was not ideal for them. And Mrs. Miggins, I just, well, Mrs. Jones, oh, I'm going to mix them all up, well, I'm bloody hell, I don't know. I don't want you to fall into that trap. So, you know, here are the properties. You can quite clearly see that that particular agent, because I don't know if you're aware, 30% of uh, houses more, 30% more likely to, to sell when, the, when you move agents, is 
yes, it will sell, but you might end up getting less. And the witch reporter said that they will get less if you boys and girls in the stages of land. There's a report. Just type in overpriced house witch, and there's a report on there. But there was a um, this is a this is Mrs. That was Mrs. Mickens' story. Here's our cold hard facts of. 10 houses that are on the market identical to yours. These are the square footages. You get the square footages off the EPCs. Go up your backside valuers and actually go and work that one out. Sorry, guys. I have to talk tough. This is tough love time. And here's the proof that I will sell your house and I will do my damnedest to get you to where you're going. Okay. Therefore, you're using emotion to unlock the door and then logic to hit them. If you hit them over the head with logic, they, they're not listening. Okay. They are not, not listening. Let's go back to reports because um, we've got a little bit more. I think we've got a couple more reports to go. So we've got the, the, the price one. Yeah, we've done that one. We've got anything else. Oh, yeah, I like this one. Okay, so this tells you how quickly the agents, A, get the house sold, and B, how quickly they get it through to completion. So Michelle Gallagher, you take on average 22 days to sell a house in the last year, that's the last 12 months. And your sales progression time is 116 days. Whilst if I go to Entwistle Green, they take 79 days to sell a house. There's your proof. Oh, and 153 days between sale agreed and completion. So if you actually look Entwistle Green, 232 days from a new instruction to completion whilst Gallagher's 138 days if you turn that into weeks you know where you're coming from and again just showing where you are in the marketplace knowledge is power okay this is why some of the corporates are doing well because they can spot this stuff use this data against them okay that's nothing against you corporates love you all I used to work for a corporate but let's have a level playing field and let's wave the flag for the 15,000 independent estate agents out there. Now, that is the, um, let's just finish that off now. Stop sharing. I hope you found that useful boys and girls in estate agency land. Um, I, um, I'll be back next week with week four um, and uh, I should have my right-hand man back then um, and um, we'll take it from there. If I've got, I'm going to be looking at another town next week. And if you want your town looking at, then send me a message. What you take from these stats is entirely up to you. Okay. There are doom mongers out there that are saying that the, the end of the world, the property market is, is nigh. I'll tell you here and now, so far it's looking like 16, 17, 18 and 19. But it only takes that prat in Russia to do something silly or China or something, and it could it could all change. The magic thing is this: do not worry about house prices. The only people that have got to worry about house prices are the ones that have bought in the last twelve or eighteen months. Because even if they do go belly up, even by the same extent that they went down in the last global financial crash, we'll only be going back to where we were in late twenty or early twenty one. And most people who moved in that last time are not likely to be moving, okay? It's, I find it strange. Have you noticed with the British, if you buy it for 200 and it goes up to 600 and then it goes down to 550, 
you could say, well, how much money have they made? Well, they made the difference between 200 and 550, which is, you know, 350,000 pounds. But the British have a psyche that they've lost 50,000, even though they never had it. It's your job as estate agents to, to prove to them that if the house price has gone down, show them what the one they wanted to buy has gone down and work out the difference. You see, most people move up market. So even if house prices drop by 10%, really, they're actually going to be better off. Work it out. Have it ready. Have a, have a spreadsheet with lots of numbers in it. You can just dump the numbers in and it will come up. You know, if they're in a bit, if they're waiting in a bigger house, they've got bigger mortgage pay. Work out what the mortgage payments are, what the, what the bigger gas bills are, what the bigger council taxes, and then work it out what it's going to cost them. I did this. I did a training session with some estate agents in the Midlands where they were moving from a seven hundred thousand pound house to a four to four hundred thousand pound house, and the value of the property had dropped fifty thousand. But to get the fifty grand back, to wait for it to come back, it would cost them an extra hundred thousand in mortgage payments and gas payments you think about it it's our job as estate agents not just as you know if if you just think your job as an estate agent is to sell houses that, that yeah it is but your real job is to help someone move from one chapter of their life to the other and it's your job to prove to them why the move is good for them or not as the case may be being that trusted advisor and working out the sums and if you don't know the sums then bloody well learn because that's your job. You're property experts. Because if you're not property experts, you're just glorified double glazing salesmen selling houses. I hope you don't mind my frankness, boys and girls, but I do care about this industry. And I do care about what you guys do. So I hope you've enjoyed this. I will leave you all in peace. Remember, the link to all the graphs will be on the YouTube link. I hope that's been of interest. And thank you for watching. I'll see you next week with uh with my right hand man coming back to you with some more absolutely gorgeous stats thank you for your time